you're a homemaker looking to make your time at home more productive, fulfilling, and creative, this podcast is perfect for you. Today's episode is all about providing inspiration for homemakers like yourself. We'll be discussing the daily challenges you might face and offering encouragement to help you overcome them. Let's dive in. I'm sorry to say I have a thousand hour habit. Yes, in one year, I've spent 1,000 hours playing an online game. This amounts to almost three hours per day, every day of the year. Two and three quarters hours, to be closer. Um, During my computer game time, I listen to podcasts, YouTube, and music. But sadly, I'm not productive. And now looking back at it, I can say it's, in a sense, ruining my life. I have nothing to show for the time spent playing and listening. Do you have a thousand-hour habit? Most of my friends would say theirs is social media. I've chosen not to have Facebook on my phone because it's too easy to get lost. Are you brave enough to see if you have 20 hours a week? on social media for example facebook discord instagram slack chat telegram etc some phones classify text messages as social as well or maybe you're like me and spend time on entertainment so check out youtube rumble podcasts and music last week we had a power outage My family had a scramble to do hot spots to recover from the instant loss of power and internet Wi-Fi. My battery was draining fast, so I went and took a walk because I was having such a difficult time moving on to another activity. What happens if the power and or internet is down for a few days to a week? I thought to myself, will I lose my ever-loving mind? (laughs) These screens are addicting, seriously addicting. These pleasures, the world, are screaming, enticing, and luring us away. And then, once they get us in their hooks, it's painful to leave. Cutting away from the world and its unhealthy habits like endless entertainment hurts, and we have to suffer withdrawals. When we think we are free and clear, we have to put up our shield of faith because our enemy will entice us again and convince us we don't have to live by our commitments. We don't have to live that strict of a life. Then we allow ourselves to act on our impulses instead of our commitments. When this happens, we rush to cover up the effects of being being addicted or, in many cases, it's sin. At first, we may be worried. I spent my time doing X, so I didn't get my usual task done. But then we convince ourselves we are getting away with it, and it is normalized. Our conscience is seared. How do we keep this from happening? Review your commitments. 
Are you getting to these? What time wasters keep you from fulfilling them? Think about what you imagine this decade of your life to be like. Are you pursuing and enjoying what you thought you would? Or have you been distracted by other worldly pleasures? I had a moment last week that brought all this up. We were traveling and this town had a lovely quilt shop. So I asked my husband if we could go in. I looked at the, all the beautiful calico fabrics and lovely kits someone had put together. I was smiling and happy. But then I found myself full of emotion and tearing up in right in that quilt shop. <laughs> Why? Because I remembered that quilting was one of the things I expected to be doing in my life right now. I'd done quite a bit of quilting when I was younger, but I dropped it because of having children and having a lot of the kids homeschooling. It was so busy and that's just what I had to do. They needed my full attention. And I remember thinking that when later in my life, I'd like to pursue quilting again. I'd like to pursue more crafting and home arts. But here I am wasting a thousand hours on this online game. This realization, this bad habit crashed around me like a flood. Second Timothy 2.22 tells us to run and flee what's causing us to sin. We need to be aware of our weak spots. You may be wondering if this habit is crossing over into sin. In James 4.17, it says, Remember, it is sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. I encourage you to look at how you're spending your time. Open in settings and screen time and check out how you spent your time on that screen for the last month. Now, granted, that's on your phone. It's not your computer. That's not your television. So it's only going to show your phone. So click on the daily average and see all activity. Click on um, the categories to see what time is on social versus entertainment. I'll have all this in the show notes. Then if you slightly slide your finger up, then at the top of the screen, you have the option to see this week or there's a little arrow to check out the last few weeks of screen usage. The reality is you probably don't even need to look. The Holy Spirit's job is to convict us of sin. If he is putting this pressure on your heart, then you know what needs to be done. I come to you as a fellow career homemaker who's been caught in this trap. So let's lock arms and pray for one another. Reach out to me if you'd like me to pray for you on careerhomemakers.com in the about section. Our goal as Christian homemakers is to... Pursue God and take good care of our household and the people in it. 
cast off anything that is keeping us from this goal. Let's pray. Lord, please invigorate me once again to follow the path you have laid for me. Remind me of the lost goals I've let go of because of my current habit. I turn from it and I ask you to forgive me. Please help me lay this aside and help me with the withdrawals. I want to commit to you and take better care of myself, my family, and my home commitments. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's think beyond that. If you had an extra thousand hours per year, how would you use them? One option is to take a part-time job. If it paid $20 an hour, that net income would be $20,000. Alternatively, you could devote half of that time to exercise and improve your physical health and the other half to cooking nutritious meals. This would be a significant improvement to your overall well-being. Another option is to use that time to connect with Jesus by reading his word, praying, writing, worshiping, and teaching others about him. You could also use this time to learn something new, work on a large project, volunteer, take a class, visit with relatives and friends more frequently. Perhaps it's time to tackle tasks you've been putting off for years like regular housework or preparing nutritious meals for your family instead of opting for faster, less nutritious options. Keep in mind that our families observe our actions and prioritize based on what we model for them. If we spend our free time on screens, our children may follow suit. It's worth considering what we want to model for them and making changes accordingly. What are your thoughts on this matter? May God guide you in your role as a career homemaker. I'm so glad you listened today. I hope you were encouraged, for you are not alone in your homemaking career. I'm your host, Kim Griffin. You'll find links in the show notes. Thanks for listening and have a goal-oriented, creative, and satisfying week.